Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Alberto and Jim. How's it going, Jim? It is good, sir. Uh, continuing on the trek of uh, Poison Ivy Dumb and um, wishing for clearer skin. I feel like, uh, as I said before we started the show, like a 14-year-old boy going through puberty all of a sudden and outbreaks all over and whatnot. But it's going to get better so i'm i'm hanging in as best possible mm-hmm. how are you good good staying busy um uh, everybody on the, the the facebook group at this point probably has seen it but i'm i'm mm-hmm. I, i've got my my new tattoo which uh i'm i'm enjoying greatly but it's it's i told told a couple of the guys in the uh in the group chat that we have going that that um I'm I'm hitting the uh, the peeling itchy phase, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so yeah. there there are these moments where it dries out a little bit, and you look at it and go, "What happened to my beautiful tattoo?" Because that's not pretty right now. <laughs> um, but it will uh, it will it will get you know fully healed in no time. It's it, it's crazy how fast this stuff heals. Like it, it really to me is 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 insane how how quickly it heals up and, and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm enjoying that aspect of it. And for those that, that don't know this tattoo, I got it. It's a pineapple, which is very much not ketogenic. Um, but it's kind of this like joking camaraderie thing with this, with these guys in this group chat that a couple of us have them now We're we're trying to push Alberto and a couple other guys into the joining us into the pineapple game. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's goofy. It's, uh, you know, that part of it is, is mainly just camaraderie or, or, or solidarity, just kind of something stupid to do together kind of to a degree. But, uh, whenever I went to, uh, uh, have my appointment on Friday, I had never, I hadn't seen the artwork yet and walked in, introduced myself with the, the artist, which I hadn't had any work from him previously. This was my first big thing. And uh, he showed me his idea, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, it's just so much better than I could have even imagined. That's just wow. Mm-hmm. And, and so – and that's what you want. And then as he – as it, you know, finally started getting put on into the skin, saw the outline and, and everything else like that, it was it – was, I'm like, okay, it's even getting better. How is that possible? <laughs> so – um, quite the experience and, and for, for guys that have held off into, you know, later years to get tattoos, don't, don't, don't wait. It, it's all good. I waited, you know, my, my first big one, I'm 38 right now, I'll be 39 later this year. Um, you know, it, it's, it took this long. Um, yes, some of that was financial, but <laughs> you know, it took this long. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I don't regret it one bit though at this point. And, now, uh, this you and you and Alberto and I have never been in the same room together. You guys have, but I have not. Mm-hmm. And this is a very odd question to ask another <laughs> man. But are you a hairy person, Chris? Because you have a beard, but are mm-hmm. you, do you have hair on like on your upper arms? Because the reason I uh, ask yeah. is, does the hair grow back? Like, are you going to be, do we need to get you the lady bick to shave your upper arms? 
no, no. Okay. I, uh, it, it, well, I am. My my hair that that does grow on my body is very blonde. It's very thin and very okay. blonde, and so uh, it would probably soften the uh, the appearance of the tattoo. But I I can let it grow back, and it wouldn't be a big deal. I, okay. uh, I I will probably wait until the sleeve is in in more of a full sleeve condition to uh, uh, you know do a uh, do do some type of uh, a regular regular shaving uh, regimen. I. I because I didn't know the placement of where we were going to put it exactly, I went ahead and I just took care of the ar- whole arm, which is weird having one arm shaven and the other one not, uh, because <laughs> it's a very different feeling having, you know, no hair temporarily for mm. that time. So, yeah, uh, it was uh, it, it is uh, a little odd, but, you know, that that is what it is. Alberto, what's going on with you? Well, I just want to add to your, your tattoo story yeah, yeah. that uh, the two things that uh that you did correctly was one, you did not haggle with the guy who's going to scar you for life. No, no, no. <laughs> and two, the the best thing you can honestly do is if you want a tattoo is just give the artist your idea mm-hmm. and then let them run with it. Like Absolutely. Chris did not go in there with a specific image he had in mind. And it's one thing if, if you yourself are an artist and you want to draw your own tattoo and it has a significant meaning to you, that's fine. But uh, like, like how Chris did it, he knew what he wanted. He gave the artist just a, a brief description and let the dude run. Mm-hmm. And that way that guy's involved. It's his artwork. He, you know, he, he's, it's got meaning to him too. And, and that goes a long way. Like yeah. most of the tattoos I got, I just, I just walked in there and just gave him a very fast, like 15 second description mm-hmm. and said, you know, yeah. do what you got to do. Here's the description. Mm-hmm. Let's run with it. And then we'll just start, we'll start going from there. And yeah, yeah I, I've been happy with everyone since. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and this guy, he, I, he had plenty of time because we said, I, I gave him email overload on, on that front of things. I, I had a little bit, I won't say it's anxiety, but I had plenty of, <laughs> plenty of, uh, of, uh, butterflies, I guess, uh, you know, going into it and do I need to know anything else? What, what, what more can I give you? You know, all that type of stuff. But I sent him several examples of, of the type of artwork that I'm drawn to, gave him the themes or the, the elements that I, I wanted to see. And then I just set him loose, and absolutely, what he gave me was far better than what I could have imagined. <clears throat> and one other question: If you've ever watched Friends, Phoebe and Rachel go to get tattoos, and Phoebe gets this little dot, like, <laughs> and, and, and she says, "Oh, it's the Earth as seen from the Sun," kind of thing. Like it's, this, you know. So when you got the first, boop, did you say, "Hmm"? probably going to hold and don't think I need to do this after all, or were you all in from the first drop? It was, um, well, technically I've had my wrist, my, my inner wrist tattoo that I got about a year ago or two years ago, almost. Um, that one took five minutes though. And it like, it took longer to set up than it put did to, to put in my skin. So I had felt the, uh, the tattoo needle a little bit before, but mm-hmm. the the inner wrist, other than you know a couple little spots, it's not very sensitive. That that area is very neutral. Um, there were some areas, and and he started pr- really close to my elbow, <laughs> and and it's this little circle which has a whole bunch of fine detail inside of that circle. Uh, that's where he started, and uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's what this is going to be like. And then three hours later, I my arm felt a little bit like uh, like hamburger meat. Yeah. But, but it was it was you know it's kind of one of those things. Once you set your mind into into it, and and I'm pretty stoic when it comes to pain anyway. 
So as long as I can brace for it or know that it's going to be there, I, I don't, I'm not too terribly concerned about it. I'm I'll, I'll deal with it. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was good. It was good. And he, he didn't, you know, he didn't, you know, uh, torture me or anything. We took, uh, we took one break about halfway through after he got the outline done that, that kind of let things ease down, but then we powered through the, the second half of it, but three hours, <laughs> that's a long time to, uh, to sit there breathing through the, the pain, but that honestly is a, a good exercise to go through sometimes. I would hope that you would be listening to podcast of the keto man's club. Well, we were having well. good conversation. <laughs> we were having good conversation and I, I listen, you know, I listen to every one of our podcasts after we record <laughs> them uh, when I'm doing my review anyways. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, you know, sometimes honestly it was, uh, I, I had my phone, I had my, my, materials necessary to distract me if I needed it. But honestly, uh, it was better for me to, uh, and there was a lot of guys in the group that had suggested just actually focus in on it, breathe through it. And, you know, in, in the perverse way that, that it is enjoy the pain because what you're, what you're doing is you're just mind over matter and, and all of that. Anyway, we were going to talk about Alberto and we got diverted back to that too. <laughs> It's the Chris Tattoo Show. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's going on with you, Berto? Oh, my goodness. My jaw is finally feeling better. Good. I think today was like the first day where I didn't have to take any kind of like ibuprofen or Tylenol or anything like that. Just because I think I think it's finally on the mend, so that helps. But um, uh, same old, same old. You know, just had a rough morning trying to get out of the house, spilled coffee all over the inside of my <sighs> truck, then ran inside to clean that up and... As I was running back outside, I opened the garage door, which got caught on the carpet, and I came within about a half inch of just literally walking into the edge of the door. <laughs> so uh made for an interesting morning. But after that, ended up going to work, had to do some painting today. All that went fine. So all's well that ends well. I've had to do a lot of painting the last couple mm -hmm. weeks. and Not crazy about that. I mean, it's kind of my job on certain yeah. occasions, but, you know. I like doing it now and then, not every week. <laughs> well, and and you were you were lamenting in our in our group chat that we keep talking about uh, that that you're uh, you, you you had a picture of you in your suit and going this kind of stinks right now. And I said you should probably wash it. And you said that probably should have happened in the beginning of August. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing is funk is an understatement. That thing is bad. Like I. I I, I refuse to put it like I, I keep everything in an airtight case. That's where all my breathing mm -hmm. gear and stuff is. But that suit does not go in that airtight mm -hmm. case because we do not need to trap that. <laughs> nope. No, nope. especially not into your breathing apparatus. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yep, I bet. Okay. I think I'm going to wash it with a blowtorch. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, didn't you it, didn't you say at one point in time that, that the suit itself is kind of made to be semi-disposable? Yeah, I mean. If, if I was painting 40 hours a week, that suit would probably last me two to three weeks. Okay. But I mean, I've had this one since the beginning of the year. And mm. I, but, you know, I don't paint very often. Just yeah. these last couple of weeks I've had to. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, that's, uh, yeah. It, it, at least the temperatures will start to drop and that uh, they, they are already starting to drop. And so hopefully we shall uh, see um, that, that the... Uh, the heat level inside the booth decreased slightly, at least, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's an irony there, too, because, yeah. you know, like, today it was raining, mm -hmm. and, you know, humidity just seems to – humidity and paint usually don't get along. So mm -hmm. what's the only way to kill the humidity in the booth? Turn the Either. burners on to, like, 95 degrees. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has to be so at we're least – we back to where we started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right back. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about some shout outs and then we'll handle the club business and uh, reminders. And then we'll get into uh, the story of our guest, Kevin, which we're, uh, I, I know that I'm excited to get to dive deep into his story and, and get to, to know him a little bit better. Um, but uh, let's start with Alberto. Who are you shouting out this week? Uh, I'm going to go with our, I'm kind of, Double dipping here. I'm, I'm going with our good friend, uh, John Lesko. We've had him on the podcast, mm-hmm. a good friend of mine. I probably shouted him out entirely way too many times. That's okay, though. He's getting one more. Uh, he decided that he's going to jump into the podcast game, and he's got, I mean, he's got quite the following completely on his own, mm-hmm. you know, aside from what we know him for, uh, you know, as low-carb papa. But uh, he decided he wanted to get a podcast going, and he, you know, I was, I was graciously, graciously asked to be his very first guest, so we actually recorded that last week. It actually went very, very well, and uh, looking forward to what this guy is going to come up with because he's a very creative, very smart, you know, very well thought out guy. And uh, if you ever poke around his website, like he knows his way around a smoker, around a kitchen, knows his way around ingredients. And so this podcast is probably going to be just a you know more of more of the information he has to offer in a, in a different format. So it should be good. Very cool. Very cool. That will uh, that will be exciting to hear. Uh, do you know when he's going live with that, or has he already? Uh, he's taking the advice of, uh, he's going to, he's going to rack up a few mm-hmm. before he, le- mm-hmm. before he lets it go live just so that he has a couple, you know, kind of in the, in the tank. Good. So Good. yeah, that's, that's very helpful because you never know if nothing else, you never know when schedules are going to get weird and you, you need a week off or whatever <laughs> to, to, uh, to take, you know, to, to make up for things that can happen <clears throat> there. So yeah, that's, um, that's, that's cool. Um, okay. So, and Jim, who, who do you have for this week? I have a general shout out to our big group, uh, the keto man's club. Uh, so we are recording this a couple of days after or the day after I should say labor day. And so I just threw in a post kind of a generic, what do you do for a living? And we had, you know, you kind of take for granted, you see these names that pop up on in the group and everything. And they're talking about keto and whatnot. And occasionally some more individual stuff, but we've got guys that work in teaching, that work in show business, that are in the military, that are in engineering, that are prison psychologists, that are uh, with software companies. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. And it's one of those reminders that even how diverse our backgrounds are and everything, and we kind of found each other in this group, like, it's just so nice that three, 4,000 guys among the groups and the podcast and everything just get along, can hang out, talk and whatnot. So um, just a general shout out to the group and every single member who contributes. It's just nice to know a little bit of the backstory of our guys and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they take the time to give us a little bit of insight into their personal lives. Absolutely. It's it's so cool to it, this whole experience through the last couple of years of being involved with the, the Keto Man's Club has been so cool to get to know all these uh, guys in the different ways and a little bit, we've seen some activity with, uh, with some of our newer or well, actually our lurking, lurking members, um, mm-hmm. you know, recently they've, they're like, hey, I have nothing better to do because I'm in the hospital right now because you know, that type of thing. And so they're sharing and they're like, Hey, you're, this is a safe space to be able to share. And I, I think that's awesome to, to see that type of trust. I am going to shout out our good friend, Joy Palacios, uh, friend and, and, uh, uh, podcast guest. Uh, he, um, for those, for those who don't know, or who don't remember, Joey is a reporter for, 
Texas Public Radio, essentially the Texas version of NPR, and and does work uh, work with or or share stories with with the national uh, NPR brand at times, and and so he's kind of on the pulse of everything San Antonio uh, government specifically, and so he's been on the job for you know a long time over covid he's had some family things that that came up and so uh he would even admit he kind of got derailed there for a little bit but he's gotten uh, back on the horse he he's followed the uh, suit of uh, JJ who um has kind of become our 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 resident uh resident um what is it uh anvil uh not anvil but um Mace, mace, uh, yeah, uh, mace wheeling, uh, workouts. And so Joey followed suit and got, got a, a mace to, to work out with. And he's doing some, some different things and he's just killing it. He, you can tell that he's back on the, back on the horse and doing it. So, and, and part of the shout out is that what, what made the difference for him is that he had to retarget and say, Hey, I have been putting way too much effort, way too much work into my work. I need to take some time for me. And so he's, he's doing that. And obviously it's, it, it, that refocusing is going a long way. So good, good on you, Joey. Uh, awesome job at, at refocusing. Okay. So, um, a little bit of shop business, uh, real quick before we get into things with Kevin. Uh, we, uh, we just want to remind our, our listeners, uh, if you find anything uh, helpful in this or any episode from the Q Man's Club uh, podcast for yourself or that you think might be helpful for someone else, uh, feel free to share our podcast, our website with with the, uh, with them, uh, theketomansclub.com. That's a link to everything there, uh, short of our email and our voicemail, um, our socials, the Facebook groups, the Facebook uh, page. All of that is there. If you get the chance to, uh, it would help the online AI engines out there uh, to kind of put us in front of more people. If you would leave a review or rating uh, on Apple podcast or on whatever platform allows you to do that. I don't even know who that may be right now. Um, we we are in the. I haven't gotten confirmation that it's actually happened yet because uh, Amazon ha- actually hasn't gone live with this yet. But they are working on Amazon is is actually working on putting podcasts on the Amazon uh, websites for for people to to listen through and make it easier to to get access to podcasts. So be on the lookout for that. Um, that will be interesting to see. Um, so. Uh, Anything that you can do to to kind of bring a little attention because we're on a we're on a mission. We're we're not doing this just because we enjoy it. We do enjoy it, uh, but we're also doing it because we really believe that there's a message that needs to be shared and something that that can be helpful to many. And so we want to get that in front of as many um, people as we possibly can. That said, a little recap on our email address and our voicemail line. Our email address that you can use to reach out if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, whatever. Just email us, ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com. 
And then uh, you can leave a voicemail for us if you want at 512-518-6161. And speaking of voicemails, we've actually had a couple left for us that weren't from Alberto. And so <laughs> let's play back one of those real quick. Uh, real, real great encouraging word from one of our members. Hey, uh, this is Randall. Uh, I'm in the group, obviously. I was just calling to give you guys a little bit of encouragement for all the guys out there who's working on improving yourself, whether it's through just keto or starting to exercise and lift weights. As you do your fitness routine or as you just go through life, just remember to keep your chin up, stare straight ahead, Meet people's eyes because you're not just some background scenery in somebody else's story. You're the protagonist in your own. You're just in the middle of your training montage. So just keep going and you guys are rocking it. All right. Bye. Randall's good people. He, uh, he's, he actually has another uh, voicemail that he's left for us previously, but this one stood out a little bit uh, more for me, so I wanted to pull it out first. Um, but yeah, Rand- Randall's good people. He's uh, a little bit of a newer member to the to the groups, and he's uh, he's doing good work himself. He's doing seventy five hard, and so these voicemails that he's left, uh, uh, I know at least one of them. But I'm pretty sure that based on when they came in, he was doing his late night uh, his late night walk, um, get, getting his uh, at least thirty minute. Um, outdoor workout in for the 75 hard thing. So good on Randall. And thank you for the encouraging word, really cool stuff. And that's exactly what we want to have from the, from the voicemail line. It's not all about, um, uh, it's not all about the, um, it's not all about, Hey, look how good we are. It's really, uh, large, very largely about, um, about the, uh, the camaraderie, the the encouragement of each other, and the building up of, of of men together as we seek and strive to make ourselves the absolute best version of ourselves that we can be. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that, I love that message a lot. Like it's simple, and we've all heard it before, but I mean, it's it's so true. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's like when, even when it comes to weightlifting, like we say, you lift heavy. Well, well, heavy is relative. Mm-hmm. You know, you're Absolutely. trying to make yourself a better person. Well, better is relative. You just got to be a little better than you were the day before. Mm-hmm. You know, small incremental choices will will go a long way. So yeah, it's, you know, the little things add up. I, I love it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other, any other business to, to attend to before we dive into the story with Kevin here? Last thing, uh, our, everybody's favorite and or least favorite carnivore, Dr. Sean Baker mm-hmm. is up to a yes. $131,740 of 200,000 raised for the carnivore diet clinical trial. So yes, he's uh, definitely more than halfway there, and mm-hmm. it's climbing slowly but surely. So yeah, this, yeah. this will be interesting to uh, to see how, how this all plays out. I really, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's one of those uh, things that it will be uh, really great to see. Now, uh, I, I'll throw this out here real quickly because I, I do find find it interesting, um, and I'm I'm not going to name the application because uh, this is this is one of many out there. But uh, it, it, recently, my wife. Um, is trying to find what works best for her. The disclaimer of course, is that that's an important thing, regardless of what 
what we're doing. We've got to find what works for us. So keto and carnivore works really well for me. That may or may not work, you know, just as well for her for many different reasons and, and things like that. So she's, she's working on herself. And so she got into this app and she, she commented, the things that you eat every day are the things that are in red and I'm not supposed to eat with this program. <laughs> I'm going, okay, well, that's fine. Do do what you need to do. Work the program. Um, I also, I also saw, or she also shared the, the caloric expectation of, of how much she's supposed to be eating. I'm going, how are they expecting you to breathe? <laughs> because uh, it's pretty low. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just kind of kind of crazy how that is. But uh, I think that ha- I say that to to say I think it's important to have studies like what Doctor Baker's trying to do to say at least that for some people, maybe not necessarily the majority of people, or or you know whatnot, because you can only say that to, to a certain certainty. But at least for some people, uh, that the carnivore way of life can absolutely be a healing and healthy thing. So having meet our ex do its thing and, and all of that, that's, that's important. And, and uh, getting that study going is going to be great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as what your wife's doing, we also got to probably add the caveat that, uh, and given whatever path she follows Mm -hmm. that, you know, assuming she's eating carbs, you know, if that's what she wants to do, that's all good. Mm -hmm. If it works for even better. Yeah. But yeah, uh, all the things that we eat that are in red probably would not mix well if that's what she's going to stick with. Exactly. So yeah. so she needs to stick with what she's got to stick with to mm-hmm. make it work for her. So that yeah. now there's anything wrong, not that it's mm-hmm. any better or any worse, but yeah. if if, if, the, if that's the path she's choosing, it's in her best interest to stick with what, what yeah. she's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, 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 it's all about finding what metabolic... Uh, path or, or, or methodology is going to work with your physiology because we're all built differently. And some of that physiology is the need for variety. She couldn't eat meat and only meat every single day because she likes vegetables too much. Um, and that's okay. Uh, so it, it, it's going to be, you know, I, I'm, I'm supporting her in any way and every way that I possibly can, because she is working on herself and anyone who's working on themselves should be supported. So that's that's where I'm coming from on it, and and I don't care what she does as long as she pushes through and uh, uh, and, and uh, works on it. So that being said, uh, that that's uh, really cool to, to hear. Uh, Doctor Baker is 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 above the the fifty percent mark on on the two hundred thousand that they're needing, and I'm I'm very hopeful and believing that as long as it has time to to accrue, it will hit that two hundred thousand mark, no problem. Okay. Well, um, I think that's pretty much everything. Um, and then we can go into, uh, Kevin's story. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey guys. Thanks for having me today. (laughs) No problem. Thanks for sitting here for like 25 minutes while we (laughs) banter amongst ourselves. Uh, (laughs) it's, uh, it just, sometimes it is that way. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a, um, a basic understanding of who you are, where you are, uh, maybe a little bit about where you grew up or that type of thing. But, but we'll, we'll get into the health journey here in a little bit, but, but start, start out with some basics. Well, um, this coming Sunday, I'll be 44, uh, married to my soulmate, um, live in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, 
have been a ordained minister in my life. Um, currently working for the city of Greensboro, also trying to get my uh, lawn business going, and it's doubled in size this past year. Um, so, kind of a small techie. Not I'm not a Chris, but I'm a small techie out there. But like to enjoy and learn st- new stuff, and get just uh, broaden my horizons a little bit. Absolutely. Anytime that you ping me for a question, it's always an intelligent question, at least. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Is that a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> and I always want to throw out there. I love, I love that you added the the phrase "soulmate" in there. That's a uh, very underestimated these days. That's awesome. Well, it's it's a long, long story, and I'll just say I screwed up a long time ago, and God has a good sense of humor, and here we are. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your health journey, about where you came from, and, and like what, what growing up was like. Were you active, anything like that? Well, I'll start as a kid. I always played baseball. That was my thing. Uh fully believe if lacrosse was available in my area, I probably would have played it. Um, give me a ball and a stick, and I could hit people with it. I'd be okay. Um, <laughs> but Messed up my shoulder in high school playing ball. Uh, just kind of took a wrong turn with all that. But uh, kept living life. Kept being semi-active. Um, got married. Had kids. Uh, still tried to stay active. I, I tried to be a runner. I was never a long-distance runner. I was always a sprinter. Uh, mostly between the base paths and stuff. But I did run track in high school and middle school. Um, so I tried to catch that a little bit and start distance running. Um, at first I would run up and down the street and then I found out there was a trail at the local park, which is 3.7 miles. And that became my place to go. Um, I fell in love that place and it was just me, the path and just kind of like what you guys were talking about earlier, trying to be better tomorrow or better today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my goal. Um, so I picked up running pretty late in life. I was in my thirties. Um, but 2013 probably wasn't my best year. Um, things kind of spiraled out of control in my personal life and, uh, got separated, divorced and, uh, kind of tore things apart. Um, I won't, say I started gaining weight then I probably started gaining a little bit of weight before then, but, um, when probably at my heaviest, I was probably at least two sixty. And for some that may not sound like a whole lot, but I'm a pretty wide bodied person and my wife calls me beefy. Um, <laughs> but How tall I, are I you? held it. <laughs> um, I'm probably five ten. Um, pretty, just, I'm, I'm pretty solid. I'll just say that. Um, and I I held a lot of my weight in my face back then and a lot in my belly. Um, my legs have always been just powerhouses. I could squat, I could run. Some of the high school kids I, uh, was, uh, coaching track with was impressed how quickly I ran at my age. 
But uh, in 2014, 2015, 2016, I probably got up to 260, 260, 265 or so. Um, and at that point, I won't say I was comfortable, but I was I was just where I was at. And uh, a friend of mine from South Carolina put on Facebook that, hey, I've lost all this weight and you won't believe how I did it. I'm like, man, this is some kind of like hocus pocus <laughs> stuff. And so I messaged him privately. I'm like, what's going on? You know, I know you love Jesus and everything. What, what's going on? And uh, he he said, man, let me tell you about this. It's called keto. And it's going it's changed my life. If you do it, it's going to change your life. And this was uh, April 1st, mm -hmm. I think, 2016 on a Saturday. I was at my daughter's soccer game. And this guy kept on telling me, you know, you can eat meat, so you can eat bacon, you can eat all this stuff. I'm like, man, this is crazy. This is totally opposite of everything everybody has ever told me about dieting. You know, it's got to be the good things. It's got to be the, the farm-grown things and this and that. So we went home and we chatted over the phone a little bit later that evening with this guy. And we decided that day that we were going to do it. Our first meal was that evening supper. We didn't say, okay, we're going to get to the weekend. We're going to start Monday morning. No, we started that night. And uh, I can't remember what it was we ate that night, but I was like, you know, I could probably do this full time. Um, so at that weight, I started at 265 and my journey through that part was, I won't say it was easy every day, but, um, I felt like the first time through keto, I felt like it was the easiest time. And I got down to 205, 208 area and I felt good. I looked good. I got down to size 34 shorts. Um, I, I hardly own any pants. That's why I say shorts. I'm just a shorts guy, um, but down to a large shirt and I was getting compliments left and right. And, um, that's, that's kind of where I ended up on my first journey with keto. Very cool. So, um, I, one of the things that, that I, I wanted to, to, uh, call out for a second, just because I think that it's, it's kind of funny. But you, you probably, when that friend was sharing with you this thing about keto, did it feel a little bit at first like he was, you know, proselytizing or, or evangelizing for this thing similar to the same way he would have Christianity? Because that's kind of been my experience with, like, I have to intentionally, like, not use the same uh, mannerisms <laughs> because it's not quite, uh, not quite my... Uh, you know, spiritual thing. And so it's life changing. Right. It's uh, probably just as life changing, but uh, just kind of one of those things. What, what's that been like for you? Talking about the life change itself? Or well, the... The, 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 the way that it was presented and then how you find yourself presenting keto to others at this point. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I feel like he was just coming to me as a friend saying, Hey, give this a try. It wasn't like, Hey, come to our secret society and do all these cool things. And, you know, it, he, he was telling us the ups and downs with it and everything. Um, and he was like, just stick with it and you'll be fine on, on the, 
you know, evangelism side, I don't feel like he was trying to sell me something that sure. really wasn't there. I feel like he was, you know, like I said, coming we as a friend. Hmm? We did our own research. Yeah. And we did our own research in the pro at the soccer field. We did our research. We found, Wait, we uh, got to pause. We got to pause. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a woman in the room. You just like, you know, the only boys allowed kind of thing. What's just happened here? You know, we got, we got red lights flashing. There's, there's, we're system shutdown, system shutdown. <laughs> I've crossed the border. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was not pre-approved, Kevin. <laughs> hey, she's my soulmate. She's here with me. She, she's, she has been a big part of my journey. All right. But, we'll uh, allow it for the, that means, however, that she does have to be on the show briefly in a little bit. So mm-hmm. just giving you a heads Uh-oh. up and her heads up. <laughs> It sounds good to me. <laughs> Kevin's like, oh, what have I done now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I tell people, it's like, and you guys probably remember the first time you went to a restaurant and ordered a burger with no bun. Um, and, you know, back four years ago, that was a crazy thing to ask for. But now it's like, oh, yeah, we can bring that to you. Um, so the my whole journey through these last four years it's kind of opened my eyes that people are more receptive to it and it's not so taboo. Like, Oh, we got to throw away a bun because you don't want a bun on your burger. I mean, it's, I, I think, it, I, you know, in the church they have, they go through their seasons and spells and everything. Um, but I think with keto, I feel like people's eyes are really being opened up to things and seeing that there's an alternative way than like I said earlier that we've been taught all of our life, the food pyramid and this and that Um, everybody's body is not the same. And that's what what I found out. You know, I was trying the military diet. I was trying this, I was trying that and nothing was working for me until I found keto. And with keto, I could do my running. I could go out and do those things and I could enjoy it a, a whole lot more because I had the energy that I wanted, not the energy I was really dreaming of. Mm-hmm. Because once you have that energy, you can do what you want to do. You can you can put those processes in motion to achieve your goals and get where you want to go. And one of these days, well, my goal is still to get to 199 to say I've been there. Um, I've yet to reach that goal, but it, it's it's coming. So, Kevin, I want to ask because you – this is the first time you and I have talked or all of us have talked and um, you seem like a very um, humble person, not a lot of ego or anything like that. You mentioned a little bit ago about how everybody was complimenting you on the weight loss and things. Did you see it as well? Cause sometimes we'll have guys come on that talk about losing weight, but yet they, they know that it's happening, but they don't realize that it's actually being seen by others. Were you able to see it in yourself? Were you able to, see that change that others were recognizing the or first like, eh, time, not really yeah no whatever kind of thing I, I think the first time beyond being a slave to the scale and watching numbers i think the first time i really it really hit me and there's a there's a photo that i show everybody uh, me at 260 and i have this orange and white striped shirt on and I have my hand in a cast. That's a whole different story. But um, I put that shirt on again, like a year later. And I took a picture, like a before and after picture. And to see that shirt on me, and it's it's not 
filled. I think that's really, really hit me. I, I was buying smaller clothes and everything, but when I saw that shirt and I just those two pictures, it really, mm-hmm. it really showed me I got there. It, it wasn't a number on the scale, but it was like, you know, I've lost a small child inside of my shirt. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> it, yeah. it is a strange thing because even, you know, right, we've talked about it before and I've talked about it before where it's like every once in a while you'll, you'll catch like your reflection or you'll catch your picture or something along those lines where you almost got to do a double take. You're like, oh, wait, that's like, that's me now. Like, th- this is what I look like now. And those are very, very powerful moments. So it's always good to hear, yeah. you know, when someone, you know, can can recall that specific moment and be able to reflect on a little bit. I think everyone enjoys those. <laughs> I mean, Nicole and I took some pictures a couple of years ago for my birthday weekend and we went to Myrtle Beach and it was like a couple of the pictures that we took together. I, I, I really saw me as a high schooler in those pictures because the change was just so drastic in my face as well. I believe if I shaved my whole face, I probably would. I, I probably could have passed for a high schooler. It was just insane to see those things happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the, 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 the not so subtle things that change whenever you change subtle things. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think was, uh, what was the other than obviously we just talked about like health wise or how you felt, what was the biggest surprise once you got, you know, rolling, and the weight started falling off and you started, you know, experiencing all the benefits of this way of eating. Which, which one was the one that shocked you the most? What was the benefit that shocked me the most? Yeah. Like once you got everything rolling and dialed in. I think the easy answer would be to say how easy it was, but I don't think anything about doing keto is easy because it takes so much time and understanding of what you're doing to develop that spirit in you that say I can do this I really think when I could get out there and run with my kids and play with my kids and not have to take a breath and say okay let me take a break or go sit down I could go do it for 10 15 20 minutes at a time or go hike up a mountain and be okay with that I mean just just the activities I was able to do again. And I, I, when I first started, my why was to, you know, to see my kids grow up because if I kept like I was and slowly, but surely gaining weight the way I was and putting stress on my body, the way I was, I probably wouldn't have made it past 50 or 60. I mean, cause everybody was telling me I had high blood pressure and my cholesterol and this and that. So all my activities, you know, around me improved, you know, going to practice with the soccer, with soccer with the kids or uh, going out and playing golf for the first time and wanting to walk instead of ride in the car all the time. I mean, just that activity level spike in my life was just amazing. And it's one of those things somebody was talking about jumping out of an airplane today and I really fully believe it, it, that experience is nothing like anything else because you step off of a step, there's another step there or you jump off a wall, there's a, 
a sidewalk there. But when you drop out of a plane, that first step, there's nothing else there to catch you until you land on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe that's what's happened to me is that I've taken that step and I, I'm still free falling and I, the excitement is still there. And I, I need to recapture that some days and, and realize what my why is and go achieve that why once again. Um, I, I mentioned my uh, hand in a cast earlier. I had surgery on it uh, two Februarys ago. And that between November and that February that I had surgery, my life kind of, it was just like, you know, what is my life going to be afterwards? And I share with you guys, you know, I came into a push up anymore with my wrist because of what I got fused together. And, you know, that was really a bummer for me because my activity level was down. So then my spirits were down and my mental awareness was down. I mean, it's just a big spiral out of control. I won't say I put all my weight back on, but I've been maintaining in my 218 to 222 area right now. And I'm just trying to find that sweet spot again to go back to where I need to go and, and achieve my goal and get to where I need to be. That's awesome. So what, um, so you, you mentioned that, that, uh, you, you're having issues with trying to do the, um, trying to do things like push ups and whatnot. What, what is your activity at this point? Uh, what workouts, you know, are you doing and, and things like that? Um, I, I, I wish I could say a long list of things right now, but with my schedule right now, it's, very minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I wake up at five. Well, I wake up at four forty in the morning, get ready to go to work. Uh, I'm at work at five thirty. I work until I get done and then I go mow grass until seven o'clock. Um, so my cardio is, uh, running a weed eater and a blower and pulling weeds mm-hmm. and this and that right now. Um, I go play golf. I still, um, get out and I'm active doing that. Um, I still try to achieve at least 10 to 12,000 steps a day, um, which mowing grass, that's not a bad thing mm-hmm. to do. No. Um, very easy. I'm still staying active. Um, got my battle ropes out there. My my <clears> wife <throat> reminded me the other day that, you know, we got these ropes in the garage. Are we going to use those anymore? I'm like, well, there's a car in the way right now, too. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's... I'm, I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to find my sweet spot again. And uh, here in about a month and a half, my schedule's going to slow down a whole lot. And uh, I'm really going to reevaluate some things. Like, uh, I believe his name was Joey, you are talking about earlier. And uh, work's going to slow down a whole lot for mowing. And, you know, the, those battle ropes are going to get worn out. I, I, I can see it now. And uh, I need to get a new pair of running shoes and go find my trail again. And, I mean, that is, that is my place on that trail. I, I, I've got it memorized, and I, I know those hills are coming, and I, I save up energy and, and get those hills and attack them. And uh, it's one thing I'm looking forward to right now. So you get that uh, runner's high that so many people talk about that I've never been able to achieve. To s- yes? 
snow when, when, when I get into it and I'm, I'm firm into it. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I, I get to the point where I'm, well, I want to quit. And then, you know, a minute later I'm like re- ready to go some more. Um, yeah, I get that high in the middle of my run so I can finish. Good. Very cool. Uh, I will, uh, you know, for your encouragement in this, in, in this, uh, one of the things that as I'm preparing to do the uh, carnivore keto cut that we didn't really talk about, uh, earlier, but I'm, I'm, pre- I'm preparing and, and kind of setting myself up publicly and privately trying to do all the, uh, the accountability stuff to let myself not be able to back out quietly from it after I get going. Um, October 1st, I'm, I'm going to get going and I, I've been going back and forth with Danny, uh, over different things. And I kind of said, you know, just so that I understood the nature of his inclusion of the rowing at the front end, the back end of the workout, uh, I'm like, Hey, what if I swap that out for biking to and from my gym? It's about three, four miles each way. And he's like, that would work. Just make sure that it's, it's, uh, more, more steady state, low impact or, or that type of thing instead of, uh, instead of hit, make it more lists, L I S S. And, um, he's like, that's the really, when are, when you're talking about fat loss, when, when you're ketogenic, uh, something that's low intensity is actually better. So you're walking 10,000, you know, steps a day, whenever you're, whenever you're mowing lawns and things like that, that actually probably is having a, a, a just as much, if not a bigger impact on fat loss for you as something like a, a high impact workout might have. Yeah. And I've got a buddy of mine that I've known him for years, but uh, he started his own business several years ago and he's, I'm not a weightlifter. I, I watch Alberto and what he does. And I'm like, man, I want to do those things, but my friend's a weightlifter and mm. He's like, anytime you want to come out, just let me know. I'm like, mm, we'll see. <laughs> um, I've I've always just been um, a guy that I won't say comfortable in my own skin, but I, I I've never really felt the need to do weights. I did Pinyani X, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed some of the sessions. Yoga, no, nah. but uh. There, there's some of those sessions for the P90X that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought about mixing that in, you know, this winter too. Yeah, original P90X is great. That was, that was like one of the very first things I started doing in my basement mm-hmm. when I started working out. And it was, I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, it was, it was just hard enough. And I liked how everything was timed. So, you know, you kind of gave you that little extra motivation because you, you saw that timer going down and how many more reps could mm-hmm. you squeeze in and, yeah, yeah. It, it's a great little program. It, it aged well. <laughs> it, it did. Yeah, that that whole program and everything that Beachbody has done—that's that's pretty. That's that's a pretty big dynasty right there, and they're still they're still holding strong. They've got all sorts of new variations on it, but it's all based on the same idea. And and I've I tried to do it, but I I it just that ended up not being my thing. But that's it just ended up not being my thing. Um you know, that's just kind of how it is. So what, um, so your, your wife's been on board and we, we definitely want to talk with her. We, we want to respect your time tonight. So we'll, we'll try to not go all night with this, but, um, you, you know, your wife's on board. How about the rest of your family? Um, any comments, any like, 
oh, how can you do that? You know, we, we always hear that the people who uh, kind of like what I was sharing earlier with the, uh, the, the program that my wife is trying to do, that, you know, aren't those the unhealthy things? You know, yeah. the, all of that. What, what that. what has your experience been with all of that? Well, my dad did Atkins years ago and did a phenomenal job of, with it. Um, and it's done pretty good keeping the weight off since then. And uh, I want to say it was three Christmases ago I saw my brother. And then two Christmases ago I saw my brother. And it just so happened we were starting keto at the same time. And it was like incredible to, I mean, I, I noticed the change in him visually, but you know, you're going around Christmas dinner table and you're like, uh, mom's macaroni and cheese. You gotta stay away from that. So we both were like going around the table and, you know, nitpicking what we were eating. It was kind of funny. And then we sat down to eat and we're like, uh, are you on keto? And so we were like trading notes back and forth. So that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, our kids around the house, um, we we do our best to kind of streamline what they get. Um, a couple of the kids like some of the cauliflower mac and cheese stuff we make. Of course, they get all the meat they can eat around here. Me and the pit, <laughs> pit boss are back in duty, and we, we just cook and cook and cook. Um, but family, uh, not really a big issue because um, – kind of been there, done that with other family members. So, um, people are encouraging. Um, uh, sometimes at first I'd be like, well, don't, don't you want a little dessert? And it, it's, you know, sometimes my wife and I will splurge and we'll have dessert. Um, but, mm -hmm. um, we, we know that that's a temporary thing and we just got to get back on board and do what we need to do. Um, so family has been very receptive with it and, like I said, my brother had success with it, and my wife was with me on this journey. And I don't think – I mean, she lost weight, but, you know, me as her husband, I, I could see it more because I saw her every day. Um, so that was that was a really good thing for me to have her in my corner, and we were doing this together and not just, hey, Kevin's is on this tangent again because, you know, if it's music, if it's sports, it's whatever, I'll jump on something and I'll – I'll grab a hold of something for a while and I'll just, that'll be my thing for a while. But with her, it's like, we've done this together and this was our thing together. Well, that is a great way to uh, segue into you putting the phone to your wife and letting <laughs> us get the lowdown from her on all of this, if she's willing to do so. But you probably should, you. you should probably introduce <laughs> your wife before. Yeah. Cause you know, you know her better than we do. So this is my wife, Nicole. Um, she is definitely my better half. Um, and she will tell you first, like I told, told you a long time ago, uh, I'm the one that messed up a long time ago. But uh, she's a loving wife and she's in my corner and she believes in me. She's my biggest cheerleader. And I think she's pretty stinking awesome too. <laughs> okay. Nicole. Yes. There you are. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good. Is this like really allowed? Yeah. Um, it is now. Are we breaking rules? In very, very special cases. Um, does your husband have one of our t-shirts? 
Um, I don't think so. Do you have one of their t-shirts? No. No. Oh, well, sorry. It's been a pleasure talking with you, but you're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, if you if you wore the shirt, then we would allow it as kind of an honorary member or something like that. That's what I was um... going to get to. But yeah. So you do keto as well. Is this correct? I do. Yes. Okay. And it's, did you start first or did Kevin start first? We started together. So it was kind of one of those things we were looking for way, a way to kind of lose weight together. Yep. Cause we were both a little unhappy with how we were looking at the moment. <laughs> so, okay. you know, it was just one of those things where we felt like it was, it was something that we could kind of do together. It was a pretty, I don't want to say easy, but I mean, you know, something that we, we like pretty much the same kind of foods and everything. So that kind of <laughs> helped. <laughs> and I'm a big researcher. So, you know, I researched a lot of it and kind of what you could eat, what you couldn't eat. Um, you know, of course we made some mistakes along the way. Um, but you know, just kind of trying to figure out recipes and, you know, the certain things that were kind of allowed and weren't allowed. So. So uh, in that regard, what was the uh, best uh, one or two resources that you used early on that you give to people starting out at this point? Um, We did, we looked at the, I think it's the diet doctor um, website. And that was really helpful. It has recipes. It has just different information of, you know, I feel like a lot of information where it'd be like health information or recipe information or, you know, just can't, don'ts and do's kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So, you know, that was a big go-to at the beginning. And then we kind of got on to some, um, Facebook site, like, I guess, groups or whatever mm-hmm. to kind of get some information. Um, but yeah, the visual feed think, guides on, on dietdoctor.com are, are like no other. They're, they're little graphics that have like all the vegetables and all the fruits on a spectrum. And it really mm-hmm. does make it really easy for you to make educated decisions when you're going through the produce section going, what can I actually eat here? Yes. <laughs> So what have you found most surprising? Uh, what what have you found most helpful on this journey, whether it be uh, um, for you personally or, or with Kevin? Um, well, I feel like it is helpful when you have somebody that you're kind of doing it with um, to kind of, you know, bounce ideas off of or kind of bounce recipes off of or you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then also you're not making like two or three different kind of meals. Um, so if you can find, you know, that person to kind of do it with, um, I know some other people that I'm friends with that do it, they like to meal prep. And I think that would be helpful. I just don't really have the time to do it, but, um, you know, if possible, I feel like meal prep is like a really good thing to do. Um, especially if you're busy with kids or, you know, working a lot, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm not much of a meal prepper myself, but what I will do is probably similar to what uh, what your husband does there, and I'll just cook up a giant slab of protein once or twice a week, and then this, you know, the meals will uh, whatever's left over will kind of make the meals from there, and we'll just add little sides as we go, and it, and it seems yeah. to work out really well for us. You know, I just pulled the big old brisket off the smoker over the weekend, and uh, so right now we're just eating brisket. Then I'll eventually end up making some brisket pizza and brisket egg scrambles in the morning, and, and that'll hold us over as a family for you know a good three four days. Mm-hmm. what's your favorite uh keto food uh <laughs> i heard a not... giggle there i, I know <laughs> i'm not like i don't know um come on nicole you know you want one of those big like five pound tomahawk steaks for dinner every <laughs> night <laughs> well i actually just got him one like last uh-huh. week so uh-huh. okay. yeah um but I mean, yeah, I mean, any kind of meat, like we eat a lot of cauliflower rice. Um, mm. So, you know, I try to do a lot with cauliflower, like cauliflower mac and cheese. I mean, it's kind of amazing the things that you figure out you can do with cauliflower that you didn't really know that you could do before, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty easygoing, like, and like just about everything so okay i know that's probably not helpful okay. but <laughs> all right it's all right easy going is okay easy going is okay well um it's been lovely to get to meet you and to uh, get to to chat with you a little bit here and and whatnot what um one final question before we we go back to kevin and mm-hmm. and, and you know feel free to uh uh, to to decline to answer if you if you want, but um, but you know as far as your relationship and maybe even the physical aspects of the relationship, have you seen improvements, changes, and and all of that? I know that's a sense you know can be a sensitive sub- subject, so answer however you'd like, and I can cut it out if I need to. <laughs> um, I I think it's I mean to me it well it's we haven't ever really had an issue. So like we, it's just as good as day one. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> if good. that helps. <laughs> good. No, that works. That works. Is <laughs> Kevin in the room right now? Cause if he's not, you can be honest. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's sitting right beside me. Like <laughs> <laughs> twice if you need to go. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Well, thanks for letting me on your little group. So I feel well, honored. Little, little group, little group. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Here's Kevin back. All right. I'm back. Hopefully I won't have to answer for too much later. <laughs> no, we're, 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 yeah, I think we're, we're, I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, okay. So Kevin, um, we, we asked your wife, uh, what her favorite keto food was and she kind of gave this very nondescript answer. Uh, now, you know, our, our common answer on, or our common caveat is it can't be steak. So other than steak, what's your favorite keto item? So Tomahawk Hulk would be steak, right? Yes, yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> nice try though. Um I, I, I guess my go to's are like ribs and uh Boston butt. I just Boston butt you can eat for like a week on, on that. Oh, um, yeah, yep. they're so hard to like they're so hard to get wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You just throw it on there, forget it, and go, Oh yeah. 
Um, Wait about 10 hours and dang, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is my favorite keto food? Um, I'll say my favorite keto dessert. How about that? Um, sure, that she, she makes like a, uh, a lava cake, chocolate lava cake thing, mm. mud cake thing, mm. mug, chocolate, something. It, <laughs> it was better than the first thing she ever made. I'll, I'll say that. She made, uh, I'll, I'll call them sand cookies. <laughs> I, I don't even know what they really had in them, but they were nasty. <laughs> oh, those, those mug cakes can be pretty darn good. Yeah, they can. I get one every, you know, quarter year or so. So, um, Kevin, you are a moderator of the group. So you've been around for a little bit and whatnot. What have you found to be the best parts of the Keto Men's Club for you and for personally? And then as you kind of oversee the or help oversee the whole thing. I think me and Corey were your first two moderators, if I'm not mistaken. I I'm trying to remember exactly, but I can't tell you for certain. But you were it, in it was the, a, you were in the early days, yes. Yeah, it was way back. Um, I just like the fact. I mean, we have our fun and we may cut with each other, but I, I really feel like it's a really uplifting group. And if people are having an issue, we we try to solve it or you know redirect them to the back to the source um, and, you know, maybe look at your micros again or macros again. Sorry. Um, I think that's one thing I, I know me and Chris was on chat one time and they're like, well, I've lost 25 pounds and, you know, I'm not losing any weight anymore. Well, you got to reevaluate your scale again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're helpful. Unlike other groups are like almost like helpful in a hurtful way. Like you should know this. Why? I mean, you're a part of this group. Did you not read the, you know, the, you know, 500 page, <laughs> you know, entry paragraph? Um, uh, you, you're a member here, so you must be a certifiable expert in this, right? Absolutely. Why are you asking this question? You you should have read it, read the book eight times by now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, it's just a. I was thinking this is kind of like when you guys were talking to start off with, and I was just in the background. I felt like I was a guy listening to some other guys that want to change the world. Um, just some, I was listening to to some world changers and I feel like that's <laughs> what our group has developed into is a bunch of world changers. Nice. Um, I like that because we're, we're not going to settle for what we got. We, we want to do better and we want to bring people with us. Yeah. Well, I love you. Yeah. I was gonna say, awesome. like, uh, yeah. There's not much to add after that. Yeah. <laughs> Should have said that first. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that that's that's a great way to to kind of bring us bring us down here to the at the end. Um, we, uh, yeah, that that's that's uh, so cool. Now, uh, yeah, so let's um, let's go ahead and uh, go through some of the the connections, uh, you know, stuff for you here real quickly. Um, I think we've covered all the, the, the hard topics here. So how can people connect with you outside of the group? Um, I'm Kevin Carter. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I also have a lawn page. It's green stripes lawn care. I'm always out putting out tips and tricks out there. Um, 
to do that. I'm on that. I'm on Instagram for Kevin Carter or actually Rev Kev 16 on Instagram. And also I have the green stripes on uh, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've got going on. Um, I don't do blogs a whole lot. Um, I just, I try to be involved in things and, and do good things and help people. Um, I kind of fly under the radar, but sometimes I get my voice out there too and I get myself in trouble. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Absolutely. Well, uh, for those that, that want to connect with uh, any of the, the hosts, the three of us, uh, you know how to do that. The website is theketomansclub.com. All the links are there for the, the Facebook group. Uh, kind of like I said earlier, uh, so I won't belabor it too much, but uh, go go to the website, connect with us, uh, try to uh, uh, try to, uh, to 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 reach out if you have any questions or concerns. We're uh, we're absolutely here to to help in any way that we can, whether you're you know a member of the Facebook group or not, whether you're. Uh, a part of of uh, the Keto Men's Club. Uh, for the beginners, a reminder: we do have the beginners, uh, the the Keto One Hundred and One Men's Club. So reach, uh, you know, get, if you're just getting started, jump into that group straight away. Like it, the the barrier of entry for that is pretty much nil. Are you a man? Good. <laughs> it's, it's pretty pretty simple. So uh, jump into that. We get we get lots of people applying for. Uh, joining the group and they say they're brand new and to be honest we don't let you in just uh, not in the main group so uh go go straight to the one-on-one group the link is there on the the website for you and we'd love to have you in in there um and, and all, all of that so uh just uh feel free to uh connect with us as best as you can the keto mans uh you can also call us on the voicemail line 512-518-6161 and lastly you can email us at Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. So you've got lots of different ways to connect with us. We look forward to hearing from you. Any other final business that we need to attend to at this point? I just hope that Nicole realizes how special she is. I think she's the third mm-hmm. uh, woman to join us on the podcast. So let her know that, you know, this was a very elite thing. Wow. I will let her know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't just happen, dude. It happen. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, All good. All good. Absolutely. Well, oh. I, to be honest, I wouldn't be here today without that woman. So mm-hmm. she gets it. That that's that's an important part of uh, marriage relationships, uh, specifically, is is uh, the supporting of each other and and really building up e- each other and and so that's really uh, amazing and and great that you're able to uh, support each other in, in, in the ways that you are and, and uh, you know, through thick and thin, you're, you're making it work. And that's awesome. Every day. Every day. Absolutely. Well, every day, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. That's it for us tonight. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. 
M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.